Hello, podcast listeners. This is Eric from the What He Said, She Said podcast with Eric and Michelle. Today we have episode 61, which is a Pew Research Center study dating at 50 and up older Americans' experiences with online dating. You know that the 40s, 50s, and 60s are our age demo for this podcast. And now, welcome to the show. Just waiting for my pod partner, Michelle, to come on the air. But in the meantime, tonight, episode 61, we're going to be talking about dating at 50 and up and what older Americans are experiencing with online dating. Once again, this is Eric with the combo, Eric and Michelle, from the What He Said, She Said podcast with Eric and Michelle. And, oh, I see a few people are jumping out. Maybe one of them is Michelle. I've been gone for three weeks or so. I was on a cycling tour in France, and I'm not saying that it was a bad thing. It was pretty awesome. And so Michelle and I have had a bit of a pod hiatus, and uh, we're getting back on the pony, as she says. And she would probably say, and that's what she said. So I'm waiting for Michelle. Maybe she is not seeing my text messages that I am on the air. Maybe she is running her dog, Daisy. I might have to poke her and prod her again. And I have to give her the special Michelle countdown of... Four, three, two, and one. Is she there? I didn't hear your countdown. That makes me so sad. I, I did it. I did it. I even started at four. Oh, I missed it. I did a four, it. three, two, and one. Dang. Did you miss it? I missed it. Totally. Oh, that's, that's a no buenos dias. I think we got to start all over again. That's a no tengo mas. <laughs> what's happening man i'm telling you living living the craziness out of my suitcase is you know good and bad you know it's i think one of the things that traveling does outside of you know getting to see great places is it makes you realize you can subsist on very little stuff absolutely <laughs> Yeah, it, it makes you it makes you understand that concept of being able to just uh, you know you know kick the door open and and just say yeah I don't need all the I don't need all that stuff. See, I got I got you know four cycling kits. I'm good. I'm good to go. Yeah, it's insane how much crap we accumulate. When I downsize to my Sprinter van, it's going to be trouble. You know, I got a few friends that are actually contemplating doing that. If, um, when, if and when, hopefully not too much further, longer from now, Kyle is ready to venture fly out from the, fly, fly from the nest? Uh-huh. Oh, man. Nice. That is when. So Why you're not? Gonna, you're you're going to, you know... The interesting thing about those Sprinter vans, I had a conversation with someone about those the other day, is there are a ton of them for sale right now. There are. Because, because so many people bought them during COVID and it's like, that's it. I'm, I'm, leaving, I'm leaving the house or I'm leaving my rental and I'm going to travel the country. Now, whether they actually did travel the country or not is a whole other story. Yeah. And... And I think a lot of them, a lot of them bought the Sprinter vans with the thought that they were going to be traveling, but the reality might have been a completely different situation. For so, sure. But but I, 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 I look out there and there's tons of them. Oh yeah. For sale. Yeah. You know, I was, and uh, putting my e-bikes out there the other day, and I mean there was a plethora. Of uh, a plethora, all kinds of a plethora available. 
Well, we so. we like plethora. Plethora, you know, is especially good. when we're yeah. You you like you like a good quantity when you're Supply on the buying hand. side. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. When, yeah, when you're on the buying um, side, you know, you got the pick of the litter. Unlike the housing market right now. Oh, it's ridiculous. That's I mean, there's there's like low inventory. You know, I talked to my my real estate friends, and they're like, they're kind of hurting because. The, the inventory that's out there, it's like, it sells fast. Yeah, you know? well, and, hopefully and, they got to save during the boom of COVID. And I didn't don't know. spend frivolously. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if, uh, if that is the case. Oh, well, there it goes. Cry, cry. Okay, I, I, just, I just got some new glasses. Got some of my got some rock bros, you know the ones I told you about. So oh, mixing, yeah. I got the rock bros. Rock bros has those glasses, and then they they started putting out a three lens kit, so you get like a clear, a smoke, and then like a, a reflective one for twenty oh, that's bucks. Cool. Yeah, and so I already have a couple pairs of those glasses, so I just wanted to make sure that they were like cross compatible they are it's good well, where'd you get them ebay oh, okay ebay e of e of the bay the e of the bay yes. all right so let's uh let's get rolling here hold on i need to put my damn glasses on so today oh we have eight listeners hello eight listeners i know we've been gone it's all because i've been traveling traipsing through europe yes um, you have i not, mean, was sick not complaining at all about trap traipsing through europe so but uh you know i think i have one more still saved because this is 61 and i know we did 60 but i think i forgot to edit it uh-oh ah, that's all right so by the end of the week, we'll have two new ones out, 60 and 61. Yeah, and I think, was 60 Oprah? I can't remember. I don't think so. Re- Oprah was one of them. Because- I don't think so, but I want to have Terry, Terry come on, too. She's got a Terry, great story. Terry Kessler? No, Terry, Terry from Arrowhead, Terry. Oh, Terry. Oh, okay. I love Terry. That's Terry. Yeah. She's awesome. She I don't is, think she can get a, Terry. She the other super, Terry. She's a super person. I love her. Yeah, she's a sweetie. Yep. She really is. But I yeah, tell you. Yeah, how did she find you guys down there in the IE? Mm-hmm. I think she found my group. Yeah. Can't she, remember how. She, um, she has a good story, actually. Well, kind of a good story. It didn't end well, but. She actually yeah, I know that she was dating someone up there. Yeah, and it was really going well and I don't want to ruin the story, but something happened with him medically. Oh, that's uh, not good. No, so anyway, but I, I I told her she needs to come on and tell her story because it was it was a good one until. Yeah. <clears throat> so all right, yeah. let's get rocking and rolling. Dating at fifty and up. Older Americans' experiences with online dating. This is from um, the Pew Research uh, Center, I guess. Which, which is a well-regarded research institute. Um, absolutely. So, and this is a July 17, 2023. So it's a relatively new article. <laughs> yes. And so. uh, do you want me to start? Yes, start, go right in, right in there, okay, jump right so in. dating 50 and up, what older just, Americans are experiencing. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, I just totally queued you up and you blew it. Huh? I queued you up and you blew it. I said, what jump happened? right in. <laughs> that, that's I said, what she just said. jump right in, yes. That's what she said. It. All right. He said, did you get the thing I sent you that was like the girl who jumped in? Like, That's what she said. That's what she said. That was, that was pretty funny. funny. I think that we was should funny. do one of those. Oh, we, we got it. We, well, first off, we need to take some new Michelle photos because you're recycling like the same six photos. 
Yeah, we need we need we need some we need some uh, Michelle sunset photos. Yeah. You know, we need to we need to glam up the uh the fact that you're at the beach. I know, but, I know. True that. Yeah, one of my friends one of my friends Rebecca is moving from Oregon to Long Beach. I'm really happy for her. She got a great job with the government. And uh did she, she find a place? She did. She found one. I t- it was funny. I told her, well, Long Beach, this is one of the reasons I was in Long Beach. Long Beach is one of the more economical beach communities. And she started looking like an HB and stuff. And she's like, my God, the rent is like three grand. I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's <True> like, <clears throat> you know, and then, I, and then she looked in Long Beach and voila, she found a place that was like, oh, 40% less than HB. Oh my gosh! I well, didn't, I didn't Beach, even look in Long Beach. Long Beach is a very culturally uh, and sexually diverse city. A really big LGBTQ community, but honestly, one of the nicest communities um, you can ever be in. It's fantastic, and I I really liked the diversity of the city personally. Yeah, uh, but it is. Probably thirty to forty percent less than HB or Newport, you know, and you well, know everyone. But it all, um, Go ahead. it also was ranked as one of the most dangerous cities in the U.S. Well, that that's one. if you go north in Long Beach. North Long Beach is still the hood. <clears throat> oh, if, okay. If you stay below Tenth Street. And closer to the coast, she's on Second Street. She's quite literally a quarter mile from Belmont Shores. And oh, nice! That, that community, super nice, super nice. But yeah, yeah you go really above ten, you go above Tenth Street. Yeah, you better be packing. Wow. Yeah, yes. it's still well, and that's the way it was in downtown uh, when I had lived there. It was, <clears throat> it was, it was still the hood. Yeah, you know, and eventually it got gentrified, and you know it became a really fantastic area. Once all the businesses that were boarded up started becoming, you know, legitimate retail businesses and yeah. restaurants galore, and so it became a really great place. Yeah, for sure. But I mean, if you're looking to save some bucks, Long Beach is a great city. Ask Ken. I mean, he's he's kind of in that community, <clears throat> yeah, he's inland. Like, mm, I don't no, know. No, he's what call he's that. on the water. No, he's not. Mm-hmm. Ken is not he's on the water. A, he's out on that little island. Ken? Yes, Kenneth. No, he's not. I was just at his house last night. Well, he told me that he was. Well, maybe he's staying with someone different. I don't know. Oh, he um sometimes his friend um. That he lit his roommate has a friend that lives on the water and he needs house sitting. So I don't know if Ken's ever been over there, but his his roommate will go over there and and house sit. And that's yep. a really nice place. I mean, I love Naples is so pretty. That's where we went paddleboarding there yesterday. Pretty nice. Yep. Exactly. Pretty pretty nice. It, All right, it, let's let's go on this article. Let's do it. Okay. So the dating world can look very different for older Americans than the younger ones. Whether it's returning after a long period of not dating or trying to work romance into established routines, some older adults are turning to online dating to find these connections. According to the Pew Research Center survey conducted one year ago, here are seven findings about online dating for Americans aged 50 and older. Number one. One in six Americans ages 15 and older, 17% say they have, this is poorly worded, say they have used a dating site. That's similar to the share who said the last time, the center, about 2019. About a quarter of those in their 50s, 23% say they have, why do they say say they have ever used? That's a terrible That is sentence. a terrible sentence. Terrible. Man, who wrote this? AI? <laughs> Okay, use online dating platforms compared to 14% in their 60s and 12% in their 70s. I think that probably has more to do with the tech challenges as Americans get older. 
Um, however, just 3% of adults 50 and older are currently using online dating platforms or have used them within the last year, compared with 15% of those under 50. Among adults 50 and older who are partnered, that is, married, living with a partner, or in a committed relationship, 6% say they have met their significant through online dating. I think these numbers are very low. Yeah. 6%? Come on. I mean, it's like you go you go on to the match.coms and the number of people in their 40s, 50s, and 60s is pretty huge in terms of like who's out there looking for online dating. I can't imagine that just 6% of people are meeting their beau online. Well, I mean, do we... Well, it says conducted um, July 5th through the 17th of last year. Yeah, I said one year ago, yeah. yeah so. It's like, but, but you know. Okay. Yeah. Then I, I think the, the pews got it, man. The pews, the got, pews it. got it. All right, number two. The dating sites and apps people use vary widely by age. Online dating users who are 50 and older are far less likely than those under 50 to say they ever use Tinder, 11% versus 59%. By contrast, older users are more likely to have used Match, 50 versus 24%. I think that's true. I think the younger crew uses um, Bumble and Hinge more now. Well, I think Match and, and Tinder. Like- Match and Zeus and it's it's like Facebook, you yeah. Know? Like no young people use Facebook anymore. Yep. You know, and now I think my daughter's age is like the last, so she just turned twenty seven. She's still on Facebook. Wow. So really, but I think she's like the because Facebook was the first thing really that came out in social media, and I remember she, she wasn't allowed. To- I was the mean mom that wouldn't allow her to be on social media until she was like, I don't know, 16 or something like that. Wow, that's strict. Oh, uh, you know what? Maybe it was 13. I don't know, but I didn't want her on there. So eventually she did, but yeah, Facebook was her first. All right. Uh, shoot, I lost my. I lost my. Of thought. Oh, okay. Still, age differences exist among those 50 and older. Some 19% of online daters 50 to 59 say they've used Tinder compared with 6% 60 to 69 and 1% 70 and older. Online dating users in their 50s are also more likely than their counterparts, older counterparts, to say they've used OkCupid and Bumble. They're about as likely as those in their 60s and more likely than those 70 and older to have used Match. No significant differences in the use of eHarmony, Hinge, Grinder, or Her among online daters 50 and older. I haven't heard of Her. I haven't heard of that one either. That must be the Grinder is for gay men, right? It's probably for gay women. I <coughs> Grinder is just gay in general. I don't know. Hold on. Um, let me let me let me talk to Senior Google. See uh, what he has to you, say. If you ask Senior Google, guess what you're going to start getting? <laughs> well, actually, I did Grinder and I got a bunch of DeWalt grinders. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. And then it says, "Did you mean Grinder? G R I N D R?" And I'm not going to say yes to that because then it's going to be like, "Oh, baby, you need some you need some action." Oh my gosh, I will never forget. This is early on in the... This one might be men only because the the homepage has a bunch of men fondling each other. Oh, great. There you go. Um, In the early days of the interweb, remember I was going online shopping, looking for something for my kids for sports, and I I Googled dicks. (laughs) Oh, Lordy. While the kids were there with me. I think they've since corrected that. It wasn't good. Anyway. I think I saw, I saw I saw someone had done a TikTok, you know that 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 the uh, something something or another came true, and then it showed a man, it showed a woman running into dicks, 
And then it showed a man running into BJ's. <laughs> it was actually really funny. It was it was very smartly it was very smartly done. Oh and I thought that, that that's pretty funny. Like you know, like something happened where the uh, the meaning of the business was quite literal. Oh, that's funny. It was funny. It was BJ's funny. restaurant at Bethany's yeah BJ's restaurant. Well, yeah, but on the outside it just says BJ's. That's funny. Oh it shows the guy running in, and then the woman's running into dicks. <laughs> Too funny. <clears throat> All right. Anything you want to elaborate on that? Nope. You're good. No. Oh, let's see. Uh, Dayside asks. Yeah, I mean, I think once you kind of get into above 50, like you're in your 60s and 70s, I think it's best to stick with those dating sites like our time. I think there's one called, uh, it's funny. They pop up for me because I'm 58 silver singles is another one. I think once you're kind of hitting that 60 and 70 demo, if you're wanting to be dating age appropriate people, then those are the kind of apps that you should be using. I'm you just know, wondering if on silver singles, you're going to find, um, people that are active. Don't know. That, I think I think that is the challenge for us as active people in our fifties. Period yeah. is finding someone to match your level of uh, bounce off know. the walls. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just you know, people ask me like, man, he's like, you ride a lot. It's like, well, not really. I mean, I ride like two, maybe three times a week at the most. Yeah, but. You know, you, you take someone who hikes actively. I mean, I know people who hike five times a week. Yeah. You know, and it's just, does that mean, does that mean that they, you know, that, you know, they're super active? Well, you know, if, if you find something that you enjoy and you love, then, you know, more power to you. And especially if it's something fitness oriented, you know, then... You know, all the better for everyone. For sure. Absolutely. So yeah. we're at number tres amigos. So we're number three. Older adults cite various reasons why they have online dated in the past year. I think once you're in your 50s and 60s, the stigma of online dating has to completely go away. It well, just does. It really I mean, should. But, you know, the... The funny thing is, is it's so, um, it's so commonplace among the 20 something year old, like they really don't meet people necessarily in, well, I guess they do in bars and such, but I think more of the 20 something year olds are on dating sites than, you know, than probably that would have been the case when I was young for sure. Yeah. Yeah, when you were young? That, when I was young. Isn't there something? When I was young. <laughs> okay, so uh, so older adults cite various reasons why they've online dated. For me, more than anything, and I know I've said this in the past, I've said this ad nauseum, all online dating does is provide you opportunities and doors to meet people that you previously would never meet in real life. Yep. And that's all it is. It's just a platform to to widen your horizons. And so if you're an active person and then the person who clicks like on you is into knitting, might not be a good match. <laughs> you know? And so it's just, you know, you have to look at people uh, who hit the like button like, did they hit the like button because it's of an aesthetic thing? I still think most people who hit like are going for that primal response. Like, Hmm, they're attractive. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested in meeting this person. Yeah. And that unfortunately is a lot of the reasons why people, you know, choose someone. It's that, it's that initial primal response. And so not much else you can do. Nope. You know, so I just think uh, whenever I talk to, especially my female friends, I always tell them swipe right 
judiciously. Yeah. Don't just go on a swiping barrage because <laughs> you might not like all the responses. Again, this is why I like Bumble. Bumble puts the ball in the woman's court. So he can swipe right, but you have to swipe right, and then you have to initiate the conversation. But you and only get 24 hours to do it, right? Correct. Yeah. But I think, well, I think though, that still puts the ball in your court. So you're saying, hmm, well, let me read this profile again. You know, oh, he's in the polyamory. Mm, yep, yeah, nope, swipe left. Like bailout, <laughs> jump, you know. And one thing that online dating will do for you is people are very term happy on their profiles. And you will learn what all these different terms mean, you know. And it's just kind of an it's an interesting part of, I think one day we, we talked about all these terms and like half of them, we didn't even know what the hell they were. Yeah, for you sure. Know, and it was just like, man, what the heck is this all about? That was way back in the day. Yeah, way back. That was way back. That was way back in like episode, episode ten. Episode three. Exactly. So, okay, about half of adults fifty and older who have dated online in the past year cite meeting a long term partner or spouse as the major reason. That's obviously the ideal. Well, Some thirty exactly. six percent of older adults who've used these platforms recently also cite wanting to date casually as a major reason. Wow. Uh, Probably more like rebound people. Rebound, uh, separated, recently divorced, not even remotely thinking about long-term relationship. Yeah, I can see go that. Out. Just want to go, go out and hang out. Just want to go out and have some fun. Yep. So, so, online daters 50 and older cite very similar reasons statistically as younger users for being on dating sites. Actually, I think younger users are more into the dating casually than older users. 100%. Yeah. Similar shares of older online daters also say this is about making friends or having casual sex. 22%. Wow. Okay, those are the recently divorced or separated or out of a relationship people. Younger users are just as likely as older adults to cite each of these reasons for using online dating platforms in the past year. Wow. So yep. yeah, yeah, I think I think from a statistical standpoint, I think yeah, the numbers are probably fairly close. I would fair to guess that younger users are looking more of the casual aspect of it because they're not looking to have their chapter two or looking for someone to have a long-term relationship with. Don't know. Yeah. It's like I think online, it dating did not, online dating did not exist when I was a younger person. <clears throat> yeah. I think it depends on the, and I, I do think it's more so girls that are looking for the long term the younger girls are more looking for the long term and the younger guys are looking for the player oh. <laughs> yes well let's say at least in la true from what i hear <clears throat> from from what so, you hear from what i hear mm -hmm. uh, word on the street word on the street i like is... the word on the street anyway all right i'm moving on older women are the most likely to describe their online dating experiences as negative. Overall Americans who have ever used a dating site or app are somewhat divided on whether it's been positive or negative experience. Roughly half or 53% say they've had a somewhat positive or very positive experience, while a slightly smaller share, 46%, say their experience has been somewhat or very negative. That's pretty darn close. It's, that's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, interesting, though, that women find the experiences to be more negative than men. There are also differences by age and gender. Women 50 and older who have used online dating platforms are more likely than their male counterparts in the same age group to say their experiences have been negative. 57 versus 38. Mm. In contrast, women ages 18 to 49 who have used online dating 
platforms are about as likely as men of the same age to say their experiences have been negative, 48 versus 43. <clears throat> Interesting. Hmm. I wonder why yeah. that is. What do you mean? I wonder, I wonder why, um, why it's more women than men experience negative. I know why. Two words. Penis pick. Penis pick. (laughs) Oh, penis pick. Yes. I think, I think some women get to a point. I hate, I hate saying that shit, but pardon my (laughs) language, but it's like, so, and I look at it as when you get the penis pick from a guy, I look at that as a positive, not a negative. And then I remember one of Maria's friends say, what do you mean? I go, he is telling you right now what he's interested in. And it's not a relationship. Exactly. So you got to look at it from a different perspective. When that, (laughs) when you, when you get Mr. Winky, it's like, (laughs) Mr. Winky, it's like, He's basically saying, hey, I'm just here for a hookup. Yeah. So funny story. My sister meets this guy in Virginia. Well, it's actually not really a funny story, but kind of. So, Was this the one we talked to? What? This is what the one you... we had a podcast with, right? My sister, yeah. yeah. My other sister's married. So she um, she meets this guy. He comes up over July 4th weekend and he gets a hotel. He arrives on Sunday. I think they even met at church. Oh Lordy. And, um, I think it was Monday he came over and he was petrified of her cat. What? And she's like, every time the cat would come near him, he would stand up and the cat is like a people person. It's, it's a calico, you know, those, they're cats with attitudes, catitudes. Um, and, uh, you mean like, like he was like, he was afraid of it. Yes. He was afraid of the cat. That is bizarre. My sister's like, all right, well, this obviously is not going to work because she has two cats and, you know, cats are going to trump any, any male. So I guess they part ways or whatever. He goes back to Virginia and he calls her the next day or the day after that. And he FaceTimes her, and I don't know what she did. She might have um, picked it up on her watch or something. But he's like, I can't see you. And she's like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm doing whatever. And he goes, get your phone. Well, she goes and she gets her phone, and he's doing the nasty. He's, masturba- he's, ma- he's masturbating. Yes, on FaceTime. And she's like, oh, my gosh, dude. Did she, she like, toss the phone? Like, ah, I don't want to see that. Well, then she she blocked him on – I think she met him on Bumble. I said, I wouldn't have blocked him. I would have reported him, the scumbag. Honestly, He was a voyeur. Yeah, I honestly think what happens is people like that get – I don't know. I mean, it's like – on that, literally. They literally, yeah, literally get off on it, but it's like, okay, it's good that you didn't go down the proverbial rabbit hole with this guy because, because it's like, he, he has just told you exactly what he's all about. Well, and and I, I don't know how many times they actually conversed, but, um, you know, he was four hours away. I'm like, how, how's that going to work? I always say that too. I mean, when I when I would get a message from someone who lives like two, three, four hours away, it's like, okay, well, how's this going to work? And then they always have the same BS answer. It's like, love has no boundaries. It <laughs> makes no difference. And then, then I always retort with, okay, let's go to dinner tonight. Yeah. And they're like, I can't. I'm four hours away. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, granted, in LA, some people won't even drive 40 minutes Absolutely. for someone. Yeah. I mean, because 
40 minutes of no traffic day two hours. can be two hours in, in bumper to bumper. 100%. You know, and it's just, you know, it's like, who wants to, who wants to deal with that, that nonsense? I don't. Nope. <laughs> you know, and it's, I don't know. It's just, I think that's really unfortunate that that happened to your sister. I know. But it's kind of funny. But and again, at least, you know, she found out early, although she had already written him off because of the cat. Well, I am a firm believer that if you have cats or dogs and the cat or dog does not like the person, listen to your cat or your dog. Absolutely. Like if Mr. Whiskers is saying, hey, if he, he starts scratching this person or the dog's like barking at him, it's like. Either they're hiding something or the person that is sitting before you is giving you a line of BS. Yep. The animals yep. can sniff out the bad. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, number five. Older men are the most likely to have paid to use a dating site, unless your name is Michelle, or <laughs> Though the majority of online daters say they have not paid to use a dating site, including paying for extras, this varies by gender and age. My firm belief is, unless it's Bumble, if you're on a site that's like Match or one of those types of sites, you can't engage or email anyone unless you are on the paid side of things. And so at a minimum... Pay for one month, three months at the most. Don't go for the Costco Michelle one year, one year bargain. Bargain. It's like if you haven't met someone online after a year, it's like, man, I'm ready to like cut my wrists. You know what I realized though when I did pay for Bumble Premium, which by the way, my daughter was giving me grief for, and then she She did it too. She asked if she could charge my card because we have the same account to get bumble premium i'm like wait mm-hmm. you mean the one that you made fun of me for but i didn't realize that you had 24 hours so i spent, mm. i i think i paid for six months and probably was only on it for maybe a month or two and and didn't realize that was the rule that you had 24 hours yeah <laughs> so i'm trying to get my ff to go back on there Okay, that's cool. I told her I would I would do all the work. Yeah, I mean, again, I'm a firm believer that if you're going to go down the rabbit hole of online dating, pay for the premium services, but do it in a reasonable amount of time. I mean, honestly, some of these sites are such that after about a couple of weeks, you're ready to disengage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because... Well, I did. I was just paying for it. <laughs> yeah, you're just paying and I for was it. Disengaged. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things where, especially unlike Bumble, you're on there, and when, especially when you're brand new, because it seems like some of these dating sites. I mean, I'll I'll disengage for a year or a year and a half, and I come back on, <laughs> and I see the same people there, really? and I'm like. Oh man, like they're still they're still at it. Oh my gosh. And and it A it's a time burn. It is. It's a it, it takes time to yeah. try to connect with someone. It really does. For sure. And getting from the point of swiping right, clicking like, having a little bit of a conversation through messaging maybe swapping phone numbers, having fun conversations, getting to a point to where you feel comfortable enough to meeting them in person. That takes time. Yeah. You know, that takes time. And, you know, uh, I saw one of my friends posted a thing the other day that was kind of funny. It says things that girls do. It's like, Hey, I'm meeting this guy that I met on a dating app. So if I go missing, uh, this is his name. This is his name and his photograph. And it's like that's kind of sad. It's kind of a sad statement. 
No, I guess this guy turns out to be a serial killer, uh, and I'm and I'm dead. He, this is who he is. Yeah, that's funny. No good. No good. Oh, oh, oh so older. Let me finish the, the the sentence at the bottom. I I didn't see that. Older men have used online dating sites stand out in saying they have paid to use these sites. Among users, men's fifty to sixty-four are thirteen percentage points more likely than women in the same age grab, uh, bracket to have paid. Age, men age 65 are 22 points more likely than 65 to have paid for it. Again, you know, you're looking to meet someone that might have a significant part in your life. Yeah. It's worth 20 or 30 bucks to, exactly. to, to, to be invested in the process. If you're you too cheap to pay, go on your way. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's also another thing. If people try to circumvent the process by putting their email, their email address in yeah. profile, I had or they somebody put, do that, or they put their little fake phone number in there, you know, they they phonetically type it out, and it's like, okay, if that person's too cheap to spend twenty bucks on a dating app, do you right. really think the guy's buying you dinner? Yeah. Hell to the no. Right. For sure. You know, and so, you know, that that can't be a bigger red flag when someone is trying to circumvent the pay process on a dating site. That's yeah, why I would recommend to... POF. Right? I don't think, I, I put my profile on Plenty of Fish. It's not free anymore. Really? Nope. Got to pay. Well, here's a little known secret. A lot of these dating sites are getting bought up by Match. Ah. And so Match is the 800-pound gorilla in the online dating world. And so at the very bottom of a lot of these date, Hold on, let me see. Let me pull one up. Uh, this is not Match. And if you scroll to the bottom, it'll say uh, from Match. If you see Match Group, that is uh, that is the company that owns Match.com, and they are basically buying all these websites up. Crazy. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Yep. So, but uh, go ahead and continue. So we're at number... Number six. Number six. About half of online daters age 50 and older say they have encountered someone who they thought was trying to scam them. Online daters age 50 to 64 are more likely than those 65 and older to have experienced this. 52% versus 39. Wow. That's kind of weird. That age. 50 to 64 versus 65 plus. Hmm. Reports of online dating scams differ wildly, widely by gender among users under 50. More younger men than younger women say they have come across such scams, 63 versus 42. However, these gender differences do not come up for older users. Yeah, I think generally it's the older people that are going to fall for that. The younger people are going to be a little more uh, savvy to that. Right. So. I don't know. I mean, it's, I think, you know, because I used to encounter this all the time at work. You know, even though people are tech savvy, meaning they know how to use Microsoft Office, as far as being technologically savvy when it comes to like online dating and sussing out bad dudes or bad women, they're not good at that stuff. Yeah. You know, and, and, and again, I mean, I know I'm a broken record. So for those of you who have heard this from Eric before, the amount of effort that someone puts in their dating profile will be to the effort that they put into dating. So if they have barely enough energy to put together one sentence, guess what? That person is not going to be putting any kind of energy into actually having a serious dating relationship. For sure. I mean, that's just my personal experience. Yep. Agree. Agree, agree. All right, you go on. 
I'll do it. Number seven. Number seven is a long one. Number seven, more than four in 10 online daters ages 50 or older, 45% report experiencing at least one of four unwanted behaviors while using an online dating profile. Oh boy. That includes 33% of older users who say they have been sent sexually explicit content that they didn't ask for. Mr. Winky, hello. <laughs> and 26% who say they've had someone continue to contact them after their expressed disinterest. That is called block that person. Absolutely. Block them on your phone, block them on your dating app, report them if need be. In addition, 17% of older users say they were called an offensive name. And 4% were threatened with physical harm. Boy, I imagine this is men versus women when it comes to that kind of stuff. You know, I just think, you know, it's like when someone kind of rebuffs you and gives you the, you know, just don't see us working out, you have to be cool about it. And it's like, okay, you know, she wasn't for me. Better to find out now than later. Better to find out now than down the road. Exactly. So one in three online dating users age 65 say they've experienced at least one of the four unwanted behaviors. There's a whole lot of uh, bar charts, etc. I'm going to put the link to this website in our show notes for episode 61. Doesn't do me any good to, to rip off the, the statistics because it just doesn't translate on a platform like this very well. No. It's just better if you're able to look at it. So experiencing these things is less common for users age 65 and older than for younger users. Half of users under 65 say they've experienced at least one of these forms of harassment in an online dating platform compared with one in three, 65 and older. Hmm, interesting. I think the baby boomers that are in that demo are just morally more sound. (laughs) I don't know. Or yeah. you know, or the blue pill hasn't kicked in yet. I don't know. <laughs> who, who knows? These findings reflect gender differences as well. Among online dating users, women are more likely than men to say they have experienced at least one of the unwanted experiences asked about. This is also true for women ages 18 to 49 in 50 to 64 compared with their men in each respective age group. Again, this is very statistically heavy because it's from the Pew Research uh, Forum. And our two researchers are both female, Michelle and Olivia, and it has their post, their bio, and their email. I clicked on the questionnaire. Where'd you see that? Uh, Oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh, interesting. The sample size was um, 50. Wait, no, the sample size was 6,034. That's a that's a fair amount. Yeah. That's a fair, that's a fair amount. Back in the day. Back, oh, back in the day. <laughs> back in the day, I used to do <laughs> and know how to do statistics. What's that? I said, back in the day, I used to do and know how to do stat. Yeah. It's like, well, the, the one thing the one thing that's interesting about statistics is uh, if you're really good at it, you can manipulate it quite easily. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. Work in your favor however you wish. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So, well. We're 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 done in in plenty of time. For me to uh, go I'm to gonna, bed because I've been up since two. <laughs> oh Lordy mercy! And I still Remember, have a little work to do. Work. Yeah, I'm gonna go for a bike ride after it cools off a tad. Because it was uh it was close to a hundred. Wow! You know? It was nice here today at the beach. You live at the beach. Yeah, I think it was like 73 or something like that. Felt great. Felt yeah. great. So, right. did you ride did you ride yesterday or what did you do yesterday? Paddleboarded. Nice. We supped. 
We supped with yeah. Ken at Naples. Oh, Naples. Excellent. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. yeah. Is, is Ken here for a while or? Yes. Yeah, yes. I think we won't say why, but I think, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, least, yeah. Not... For at least two months. Two months. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. So. That's a, that's a good thing. Anywho. Yeah, okay. yeah, I like Ken. Ken's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's fun. So, but uh, right. I'm going to let you go since you yep. are. Go enjoy your ride. You are where I was a few days ago, lacking any kind of sleep. Yeah. So I went over to my mom. I went over to my mom's house. And she has this really comfy giant sofa in the, the den. I lay down at four o'clock in the afternoon, and I woke up at two thirty in the morning. Oh, yeah, I'm laying. <laughs> I'm was, laying on my couch right now. It was like major death sleep. You know, <laughs> after working hundred hour work weeks for three weeks straight. I was beat, and then yeah. I flew in on Thursday, had to go back to the airport at midnight to retrieve my bikes. I didn't get home till 1.40 in the morning, and again, I'm jet-lagged, I'm tired, and then the next day, I get a call at 7 o'clock in the morning going, SOS, I know you're supposed to have today off, but SOS, we got all this stuff we got to do. Oh, so geez. I ended up working that whole day until 5.30 or 6 in the evening. Yeah. And then, so that Saturday, I rode. Honestly, I'm still shocked that I was able to ride because I was so freaking exhausted. And uh, it kind of hit me on the way back. I mean, I mean, just that cumulative tired. Yeah, you for know, sure. From working for weeks on end. And then... Yeah. Then I took a shower, went over to my mom's house. I don't remember what I was watching. And then it was like, boom, it hit me. I was out cold for, for like 10 hours straight, 10, 12 hours straight. It was oh, like, boy. but yeah, but that was like good sleep. It's like the kind of sleep I needed. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that's so, going to be me tonight. <laughs> yep. I agree. So right. I'm going to let you go. I will have episodes 60 and 61 posted on all the appropriate uh, podcasting channels. And we wish everyone a wonderful evening. And we'll see you next Monday. We here at the What He Said, She Said podcast would like to thank our sponsor, Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's, well known for its fine wine, Two Buck Chuck. Unfortunately, times have been tough, and Two Buck Chuck is now going to be known as Three Buck Chuck. Fortunately for us, they're going to throw a whole lot more alcohol in for these rough times. So even though we're now known as Three Buck Chuck, you can definitely get hammered just a little bit faster with our fine wine wine selection at Trader Joe's.